Well, Razorback fans, we got ourselves a battle. And Eric Musselman proves once again why he is called the importer with another big-time get. So let's talk about it on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday. And uh, I know you guys will probably be shocked by this, but I recorded, without a doubt, the best podcast I have ever recorded yesterday. But when I went back to upload it, the audio was screwed up. How fun. So nobody's going to be able to watch that or see it. So I'm going to have to re I'm redoing this podcast. This is my second attempt the next day. Uh, I was really frustrated. So I'm sorry for not getting it out earlier, but I got to get the quality up. I got to get the quality up. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. So, but uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. In fact, it kind of worked out because there was another thing that developed that happened after uh, I recorded the podcast yesterday that we can have more fun with and be able to discuss a little bit more in depth as well. But there was big news that happened yesterday with Eric Musselman and hitting into the transfer portal, the importer himself, as Arkansas gets another huge get out of the transfer portal with Khalif Battle. Now, he's a guy that's out of Temple, and he was on an official visit. Arkansas was in on him, and we know that there's a lot of players that Arkansas talks to and they discuss with and, and everything, but uh, you know, you never really know how legitimate it is, how serious they are about it, or if the feelings mutual or anything like that. Well... In this case, don't have to worry about it because Arkansas got their man, as he announced officially yesterday via social media. He's 6'5", 175-pound guard, uh, originally out of New Jersey. And uh, he was actually one of the more coveted players in the transfer portal. He was number 12, 12 in the overall rankings, according to 24-7 Sports. And he's also the second-best shooting guard in the transfer portal uh, as well. So... If you want a little bit of perspective on that, if he was the 12th best player in the portal, there are over 1,300 players in the portal. So essentially, look at it as almost like a high school recruiting class. You just got the number 12 player in the country coming out of high school. And you just got the number 12 player in the transfer portal while still in college. That's kind of what you got here. He played in 27 games this past season where he averaged 18 points, Three and a half rebounds, two assists per game, while shooting 41% from the field, made 77 three pointers and made him at a 35% clip. And also, this might be my favorite thing about him he knocked down 89.8% of his free throws. No, you know what? Screw that. He knocked down 90%. He's a 90% free throw shooter. Yeah, I mean, making free throws are pretty nice, right? And it's nice to have a player that can be automatic from it, right? Well, they certainly got that with battle. Uh, he had a lot of great performances this year. There's a few games where he had over 20 points th through a stretch in uh, November as well as uh, mid-January and early February. He had a 24-point performance against Houston, which we know how uh, really good of a team that they are this past year. Uh, he was able to, uh, to make some big plays there in his offense. Uh, he had some injuries that he suffered a couple years ago, but uh, he missed all but seven games in the 2021-2022 campaign, and he averaged that year. He only missed seven games. He averaged 21.5 points while shooting 54% from the field and 49% from the three-point strike. Like, man, 
Dude is offense. He's all offense. He's all offense. And he is all offense. Now, we know that it's easy to just sit here and say and speculate about how good somebody's going to be or the type of impact that they're going to have or, you know, how, you know, are they going to be a starter immediately? And, you know, you just speculate so much when it's so new and so fresh because you're wondering what, what's it going to be and also how is it going to change things especially when you get to the point to where you're finalizing this roster because there's still some moves that need to be made on this roster, which we'll talk about uh, here in a second too. But I look at this player as exactly... Everybody wanted a shooter. You wanted a shooter. You wanted an offensive guy. You wanted a, a dude that can create. You wanted a dude that can hit his free throws. You want a dude that uh, is able to find different ways to get involved offensively on the court. This is your guy. This is your guy. Battle is a massive get. And I think that Tremont Mark is an incredible get. I think Menafield is an incredible get. I think they're all really great gets. But Battle, to me, is the one that serves the largest purpose. He's the one that is able to fill in the hole that you desperately needed to get filled this past season. Offense. Now, we know, we all know, that if you can't play defense, you can't play from us. That's just the way it is. We know that. So... We will see how he comes in and if it's a work in progress, does it take a little bit or is it something to where he automatically gets it? He's all about it. He gives all the effort that he's supposed to give, all the energy he's supposed to give, and it works out. You know, we won't know those things until it comes into place because that is something that maybe we don't discuss enough about when it comes to Muss and how he handles the transfer portal. We know he's great at it. Like, he's elite at it, actually. Like, you could not ask for anything more. But... There has to be a pretty tough transition for a lot of these transfers, as we've seen, going from the situation that they were in into the situation where Eric Musselman is now their coach. It's not a bad thing, but it is a difference. There is a major difference. Now, this is nothing against the Temple coaching staff or the Houston coaching staff or the Washington coaching staff, like nothing against them at all. Like I'm not trying to downplay them or poo-poo on them or anything like that. However, that being said, I do believe that you have a maniacal coach in Musk who's going to demand so much of his players that it can be either a quick fix, automatic, where they're all in, no problems, or it takes a little bit for them to get going and for them to figure it out and for them to get comfortable enough to where they're getting pushed like they've never been pushed before to be great. And how do they respond to that is the ultimate question. Do they embrace it? Do they embrace the coaching? And do they do what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to do it and making it happen? Or does it break them? Or does it frustrate them? Or does it make them uh, be less of a player than what they're supposed to be? That, that's the ultimate thing. Now, I also give Muss and his staff a lot of credit because I know they've done their due diligence. I know they've done their studying. They've done their scouting. They've done everything that they've been supposing, supposed to do when it comes to looking at these players. And they would not be bringing anybody into their fold, onto their roster, that they did not believe could contribute something or they do not believe is going to be able to buy into the culture and into the landscape of what it's supposed to be. Like, I, I believe that they, they, that they do that and they do that really well because you're at a point now at Arkansas. I'm not going to sit here and say that Arkansas is a, a blue blood program up there with the Kansas's, North Carolinas, and Dukes. I'm not saying that, so don't get into the comment section and start freaking out. But Arkansas has now officially established themselves where they've always been a great program. They didn't have. They had that long stretch where they didn't have the best coaches in place, uh, for whatever reasons. But 
They were still a great program to this day, one of the best programs, and I still argue the second best program in the SEC overall and historically next to Kentucky. But once you got Musk to come into it, and he has proven that at Arkansas, they're winning at a high clip. They're winning in March. They Three straight Sweet 16 appearances, two Elite Eights. That's the type of stuff to where you have established yourself. Okay, we're not just taking anybody. All right? To play on this team, you have to be elite. You have to be able to handle this. And you have to be able to come in right away and give us something. We're not giving out scholarships to scrubs. We're not giving out scholarships because we know someone's dad. We're not giving out scholarships because we say, hey, this player could be really good three or four years down the road. No, no, no. You're a program now where you only take players that you know can help your program out and help them out immediately and have an impact that can really take it to the next level. That's where you've established yourself at. And that's why I'm really excited about Battle is because if – and I've just watched the highlights of him. And he's, again, he's got great highlights. And so I, and I'm, I could be completely wrong because I haven't seen every game, so I don't know if he's got elite defense or not. I don't know. He might. But if his offense is that good already – and when he gets to Arkansas, and if he could buy in and then develop that defensive game too, and that energy and that effort, I mean, this dude could be a legit NBA player. With numbers like that, with the, with the motor like that, he could end up being that type of guy. So just looking at this roster and how it's starting to build and how it's starting to look, folks, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I knew that, you know, I, I have trust in Muss. Like, I'm never going to think that the team's going to be bad or anything like that, but it's still just really, it's really cool to see year after year, you're getting the best of guys. You know, you're, you're, you're getting dudes that everybody else wants, and they're coming to your school. You've established yourself. where You're the cool place to go. You're the spot to where it's like, okay, well, who offered you? Well, this school, this school, this school, Arkansas. Whoa, 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 Arkansas offered you. Dude, that's big. That's huge. If Muss is talking to you, Muss wants you to come play, you know that's big time. You know you've made it. Arkansas has become that school, and especially in the transfer portal. So I'm excited about him getting on campus. Uh, we'll see what else they do. I know that Muss and his staff are probably still looking for another big uh, into the portal, and we also got to wait and see what some of the uh, other players who are currently on the roster end up doing, which we'll actually talk about that here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about Built Bar. We all love good food, right? We all love things that taste amazing, and it's really rare to find things that taste amazing and are really healthy for us. Well, luckily, Built Bar has accomplished that because they're covered in 100% real chocolate, real chocolate. And when you hear that, you start saying, well, how is that possible? How does that even work? How can that be healthy for you? Because they have all the different flavors to choose from where it comes in at only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar with 17 grams of protein. Nobody else can do that, but Built Bar can while all tasting amazing. So you got to check them out. You can go to Built.com to see all the different delicious flavors, flavors that they have to choose from. You can also go to your wall, uh, local Walmart or Sam's Club. We know we love Walmart and Sam's Club here in Arkansas. So uh, try the specialty flavors there, too. Just go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box. They have the different flavors. They have a four-bar box as well as a 13-bar box, just depending on how hungry you are. But you won't be disappointed, so check it out today. Again, Built Bar over at Built.com. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I know I did the podcast on this yesterday, so uh, bear with me on it because uh, I think it's now just because it was official. It's almost like I knew something was going to happen yesterday about Anthony Black. 
But he did announce officially on ESPN's NBA Today that he was declaring for the NBA draft. And, uh, you know, he, he had a great season, averaged 13 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. And he was the only Razorback to start all 36 games and averaged an SEC high 34.4 minutes a game. Nobody in the SEC played more minutes per game than Anthony Black last year. So uh, it, it was a really cool thing to see him officially uh, uh, decide that you know he wanted to take his talents to the NBA, which, again, if you've been following along, we all knew. But just looking at his statement, I want to read it in its entirety because I think it's, it's worth, it's worth uh, talking about uh, from that perspective. He says, everyone know that this is again on Twitter. Everyone that knows me knows it's always been a dream of mine to play in the NBA. I'm so grateful to God for the many ways he blessed me in my life and thankful for the ways he's put people in my life that have helped me pursue that dream. One of the best coaches I had that really believed in me was my AAU coach, Sean. I'm so grateful for him to teaching me how at a young age, how important it is to dream and how important it is to make dreams a reality. Along the way, my amazing family has supported me and inspired me to give my very best. And that has carried me along this journey. This year has been amazing because my family has been welcomed into an even bigger one. Woo pig suey. Arkansas, what a ride. Thank you to Coach Muss and the entire staff. You believed in me from day one, and you poured out everything you had into me to make me a better player on the court and a better person off of it. To my teammates, thank you for the ride of a lifetime and an experience I will never forget. I only wish that it could have lasted a little bit longer. You inspired me with the work that you put in and pushed me to be better every single day. We're brothers for life. To the fans, thank you for riding with us like no other. You created the most energy to play in. Your support was unbelievable. As I take my next step towards my dream and declare for the 2023 NBA draft, I do so with so much gratitude for all of you for, help, for your support and helping me get to this point. I will continue to work as hard as I can to represent Arkansas in the best way and make you all proud. Thank you again for all of your support along the way. Let's go, AB. Gets you a little bit of emotional, doesn't it? Um, I, I know I talked a lot about AB and Anthony Black yesterday and how he was going to end up being one of my favorite Razorbacks, uh, especially in the modern era and especially under the Muss era because of what the guy endured and fighting through injuries and, and playing through injuries and being such a, a great team player that gave 110% effort each and every step of the way, never gave up. You know, just You could not say enough about the kid. Just always was given everything that he possibly could give. Now, they went to the Sweet 16, and that was awesome. And I know that the regular season had ups and downs, but you know the big constant was Anthony Black. No matter what, he started. No matter what, he was playing. No matter what, he gave it his all. And so uh, not only did you see that on the court, but even like looking at that message, every player does things like that and they put it out. And I think every player is, is genuine when what they talk about in it. But to hear AB talk about Arkansas and talk about the fans and talk about, I want to represent Arkansas the best way possible. Like that makes me like him even more and respect him even more because, you know, he's a guy from Texas. He's from Duncanville. Like, you know, a lot of times people get this, whole thing of like, well, if you're not from Arkansas and you're a one-and-done player, I mean, you know, are you really an Arkansas guy? Are you really a, a guy that you know, loves this state, or was it just a, a one-year vacation or trip that you took to Fayetteville, and then you just moved on to the next step and you forget about it? You know, maybe some players go through that. But to me, I look at it as A.B. truly not only emboldened himself to be a great player, but 
also represented everything that Arkansas is all about as an individual player. And what I mean by that is we, I, I brought up his, his effort, his energy, his playing through pain, his chippiness, his personality, his ability, like everything. It has a lot to do with kind of how Razorback fans are in general. Razorback fans do have a chip on their shoulder. Razorback fans do play through and go through a lot of hurdles and a lot of pain, and they got to fight through it. They got to work towards it, and they got to, you know, just do whatever it takes to be successful at it. And AB did that. So to me, I think he's the ultimate Razorback. And knowing that he is going to still remember Arkansas and remember his time here and love his time here, he'll still be visiting. You know, he's a guy that when you see him in the NBA, uh, he's going to get asked about the Razorbacks for sure. Uh, you know, he, he loves Arkansas and he's going to he's going to do a great job in the NBA and a great job representing him, too. So I, I was just I was just happy to see that and happy to hear about that, too. But now it becomes all right. Who's next? Well, to me, there at this point on the current roster, there are there is one player that I'm really fascinated in and one player that we'll see. The number one player next is Jordan Walsh. What is he going to do? I haven't heard a peep out of him. It certainly seemed like after the NCAA tournament ended that he was going to stay at Arkansas. But things change, as we always say. So will he come back? Don't know. I have no idea. Uh, hopefully we hear from him soon. And whatever he does, I'm going to support him in it. Like, it, whatever, if he goes pro, appreciate it, Jordan. You were awesome. Because he was awesome to talk to. He was an awesome interview. And, you know, he was the guy that just was so excited and had so much fun and energy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that's, again... You could say one way or should he go or should he stay? Does he, you know, is he going to play in the NBA? Whatever you want to look at it. But no matter what happens with Jordan Walsh, I'm going to say it's the right decision for him. Uh, Makai Mitchell is the other one where I know Mikel has entered into the portal. But we haven't heard really anything one way or the other on Makai. I don't know if that's something that this coaching staff's waiting on to see if, they, hey, if we get another big, you may have to go into the portal. Uh, is it something to where he's, he's fighting through trying to stay on the team? Is it something where he is on the team for sure? He just doesn't feel like making an official announcement. Like, I don't know. But uh, he's the next one that you got to look out for to see how it all plays out. But still, I, uh, I guess we'll find out here pretty soon. Uh, we'll get into some football talk because Arkansas got a pretty big commitment there, too, uh, here on the other side of the break. So stay with us on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Razorback football gets himself a big-time transfer, or at least a transfer that's really going to help him out. I mean, how could this be any better? You got a guy in basketball that ends up getting from the portal named Battle, and in this case, you get a former Maryland defensive tackle, Anthony Tank Booker Jr., but he goes by Tank. I mean, the names just make it make it great. Uh, he picked Arkansas. Now, this is where it gets great. He picked Arkansas over Ohio State, South Carolina, a&M and Purdue. Okay, that's, that's a pretty dadgum good list, especially Ohio State being in there in the mix. But he chose Arkansas. He's 6'4", 320 pounds, a big old boy. He entered into the portal March 7th. He had 25 tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles as a senior this past year. And uh, you see those stats, you're like, okay, why well, is that great? Well, just think, as a uh, defensive tackle, a lot of times you're not making the tackles, but you're stuffing the run. You know, you're, you're uh, stuffing the line there, too. But uh, originally, when he was out of high school, he committed to Maryland over Cincinnati, Kansas, Toledo, and other schools. Uh, he was just a three-star prospect, but he has uh, become that uh, really a, a great player uh, in the college ranks, and that's why so many people were after him. 
And since he has now transferred to Arkansas, the best thing about it, too, is that he has two years of eligibility left. So he could play this year and next year as a head coach, a defensive line coach Deke Adams was his lead recruiter. So, you know, he's going to be eligible to play this year. And we know Arkansas still has some scholarship openings. And being able to get depth on the defensive line is always going to be huge. We're, we're always for that. But I still like the fact that, you know, again, they got to get it done on, in the season. They got to get it done actually winning games and, and performing well and, and all of that. So, you know, the rest of it has to come with it. But I, I will say that Sam Pittman and his staff, as I talked about just the other day, are doing a great job recruiting right now, uh, whether it's high school or out of the transfer portal. They're doing a really good job. And I even talked to uh, Michael Bratton yesterday, uh, the, that SEC podcast, and he brought up something that I, I didn't even think of, or at least I didn't, maybe I didn't put it into the perspective that he did. But you know, he's talked about how everyone thinks Lane Kiffin is the portal king. You know, he goes into the portal. and get, I think he goes to the portal more than anybody, for sure. But Mike's was saying that the portal king is actually Sam Pittman. Because think about the players that he brought in from the portal that in the way like Muss, they got better and had greater opportunities to get drafted into the NFL. Think about Drew Sanders. I mean, he was a great player, but would he have been a first-round pick, which is what he looks like he might be? Would he have been a first-round pick if he would have stayed at Alabama and been out of position and been battling against some other five-star player? Probably not. Uh, you think about him. You think about Matt Landers transferring in. Now, he's a guy that's really showed out. He could be a drafted player. Jaden Hazelwood. He's a decent player and everything, but he came to Arkansas and now looks like he's going to be a player that might get drafted. Um, so he's done a really good job of getting guys out of the portal and making them better and turning them into, uh, you know, putting putting them in a position to at least get into the NFL and possibly get drafted. Now, you know, is that is that just Sam Pittman? I think there's a lot of accumulating facts for that, but still, it's something that he's proven that if you're a transfer and you come in, you get better and that you get better not only. Uh, in the in the skill set that you have, but you get a little bit more noticed, and uh, you put yourself in a good position to possibly take it to the next level. So maybe this will be something else with Tank. But anytime you can add a big time defensive lineman, especially defensive tackle, and get them in the SEC or a position where they need so much depth, it's always a great thing. So uh, hopefully that continues on, and this we'll find out uh, hopefully more as they still have some scholarships opening and available. We'll find out more uh, once the off season continues on throughout the spring. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. Keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.